Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and those who don't apply, my name is Zach544, and this is Mapcast, the unofficial Minecraft mapmaking podcast. This is our co-host, Instant Gaming. Say hi, Jacob. Hello. And this is today's guest, uh, Pyrif, a.k.a. Hayden, a.k.a. Unity Paradox, formerly. Say hello. H. Okay, that's half of a high. That works. <laughs> so, uh, a bit of a All right. funny thing. All right. So... Jacob, you're technically you were technically supposed to be the co-host for this entire series, but when I recorded the first episode, your mic was broken, so the first episode doesn't have you. Yes. Oops. <laughs> yeah, whoopsie daisy. So uh Well, feel- the the idea was is that the day as we were gonna go and record this, I brought out my microphone and realized its power supply was broken. So it's kind of ironic considering the power supply for a power supply had done bad things. <laughs> I'm still wondering how that works, honestly. That's well, complicated. Well, it's, it's a 48 volt phantom power supply, and it requires nine volts to be powered. And then Quick math. Yeah. <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I guess. Uh, so today's guest, uh, Hayden. Uh, I guess introduce yourself. Tell us what you're best known for and what you're working on right now. Uh, hello, hello. I am Hayden, obviously. I've already been introduced, pretty much. Um, I'm best known for the Infinite Road series that Log.Zip played on his channel about a year, probably like three years ago, actually. Uh, it's crazy to think it's been that long. Uh, Currently, I'm actively pursuing my music career, I'm looking for a job in town, and I am uh, planning a Minecraft map that's based on 1.13 mechanics, so it'll be like... Yes, yes, I know. I I, I don't want to spoil too much in case I actually manage to, you know, finish it. That's (laughs) understandable. Well... I think that's a really interesting idea. I like the whole having old, the old map mechanics come back in a modern version. One point one three is yeah, it's the modern no, version. Just, just oh a... wait, I'm thinking of one point three alpha. <laughs> no, on that subject, can yeah. we go on a bit of a tangent? You don't have okay. I want. I miss that old map of uh, Super Craft Bros by Seth Bling. Oh yeah. Uh man, I need to. I I really, I've been wanting to make like. A sort of Super Mario Maker clone of sorts, but yeah. like more, more various and outside of Minecraft territory. Mm-hmm. Yet another side project we may or may not finish. Anyways, so uh, yes, that is me, King of making side projects that I never finish. Isn't that everyone? Anyways, so <laughs> today's subject we are talking about command blocks and functions, since. That's pretty much that's the essential things you need in a map nowadays. Unless you just want to make some that looks nice, you're going to need some logis- logistical programming. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think this is why, uh, that's why Hayden chose the topic, since he's a pretty, pretty darn good programmer as well. As, and as well Thanks. as Jacob. I yeah. program not only Minecraft, but many more. Many, 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 many more things. As, as do I, yes. Future Jack, remember to eat water. <laughs> I'm eating Gatorade right now, does that count? I mean, a uh, generic energy drink. <laughs> generic energy drink? This stream I'm is not... not sponsored by Gatorade, please. We're not streaming. <laughs> 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 All 
All right, so. Ooh, what? <sighs> how should we even begin this? I guess let's like. I guess we could go back so, like, and you could cut the basic, this part out. So yeah, the basic formatting of the stuff is basically we just give some generic advice, then we narrow down into some smaller stuff if able to, with some like anecdotes, and at the end we just ask a bunch of questions to each other. All right, so I think I'll start with like planning, then planning with command yeah. blocks. All right. Okay. So when you go to work on a new map that you want to have some logistics with, whereas if it's like a map mechanic or core game logistics, whatever you want to do, small things, big things, what I usually like to do is break out some physical man blocks, put them in the world. Uh, don't really think about structuring or how, where you're going to put the command blocks even. Just place them down in a test world or the actual world, whatever it is, and start making. The whole idea of command blocks is to be able to take commands and do something that you could you could do with redstone or you couldn't do with redstone. So either way, you just want these big, but organized nonetheless, chains of command blocks that do what you want to. And once you go from there, once you have something that works, you could go from there and put them, organize them, or put them into function files. Yeah, what are, what even are the advantages over functions? If, if you're well, a layman to this stuff. Well, function files are a bit more of a production asset, I would say. When you go to actually release the world, it's really nice to have that physical file structure, something that's been proven to work in many cases. Whereas command blocks allow you to interface, interface and write uh, commands that you'll see take effect right in front of you instead of having to reload them in the world with the reload command. Mm -hmm. And aren't the functions a bit less laggy function files yes because they run in the game thread uh automatically because you, they can allocate that based off their design whereas functions i mean command blocks you have to when when it's put placed in the world it just loads with the world and the tick rate so if something's lagging in the world your commands are going to lag along with it mm -hmm. uh, i would like to add if i can uh, get back on my train of thought uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> uh, I hate it when this happens. Uh, the advantage functions have over command blocks, I think, is that you can structure them more easily. Like, in a world with command blocks, everything is loaded X first, then Y, then Z, so you have to, you have to properly like order those. And with the upcoming uh, command force force chunk or force load, I think Wasn't for the Java version chunk? of Minecraft. It no, I think it's for the Java version. It's going to be slash chunk, but for other versions, it's force load. It allows you to load a specific chunk. And I was just telling Jack earlier about how you could actually implement that in itself as a basic logic element to unload and load ver uh, logistics based off of, for instance, where a player is in a multi-chapter map. Yeah, so basically for optimization? Yes, for optimization. But thing with functions, you could also do the same. You could load and unload functions. And with those, I think you could actually have an advantage as far as uh, you could have third-party utilities edit those files and like a uh, project I'm working on right now that's going to allow the automation of that. And also the whole file structure allows you to put folders and name them accordingly. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, anything else to add? That's there's a there's really like it's a, on a per basis situation. If you're 
in the infancy of making a map, use command blocks first. Or if you're more seasoned and you feel more comfortable with functions, go with it. But it's more of a preference. But for lately, for production use of a map, you should move your commands to function files. They're a lot more easy to maintain when you come back in three months to make a new version of the map. Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, you can also... Wait, that... You can also use like loads of different functions for command blocks, which basically allows you to turn a function into a custom command that does X, Y, and Z things. That's and that's what useful. Are. I mean, that's useful to have for like chaining them together and making more massive structures of commands. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. Well, that's why they're called functions in the first place. You could recall them and just really simplifies things because you can have that interdimensional file structure and then have the command block in the physical game which could actually make an interesting concept if you want to go down that road of organization mm -hmm. and speaking of organization please for, for the love of everything holy just make sure your function files are readable to a human be sure to notate yes. the crap out of them I had, yeah, to, I had to teach Jack how to do that right and I that's important hours it the the key to readable code is comments. You need lots of comments. You need comments for every little, like you need comments to describe what happens when you're going into everything important. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people I come across when it, in, in any programming language, when it comes to comments, their first thing is, well, it takes too long, or I don't have time to do it, or I already know what this does. It's really it's really obvious. Well. Even though it's obvious to you, it's not going to be obvious to everyone that reads your code or even has to go and extend your code. It's, it's safer just to write too much information, write so much information on one line of code than to write none. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, also a uh, quick uh, bit of advice. If you put a pound symbol at the beginning of a line in a function, that's the equivalent of a comment. Mm-hmm. It's like your slash slash or your double slash in uh, C-based languages. Slash asterisk, yeah. Mm, slash asterisk is multi-line functions. Multi -line don't support multi-line comments. Yeah, not not in Minecraft functions. No, yeah. <laughs> so I guess in that way, uh, it's kind of like Ruby was it? Ruby uses uh, pound signs to start comments and single-line uh, comments. Windows, I think Windows DOS uh, batch files use. Uh, Semicolons. Yeah, and as do uh, assembler files. Yes, it's definitely assembler files. I like how we're bringing up programming language analogies, well, and yet we I mean, this is kind of this is a programming scenario. This is exactly it is. what it is. Yeah, I know. it's just programming with a, under a different syntax. You can still do the same stuff. Base. I I like to think of function files in Minecraft as kind of like the assembler language. You could easily automate it if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'm learning quite a bit today. Yeet. Mm -hmm. So, what? Uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say. All right. I just want to move on, move on to organization, or yeah, that's what I was planning to segue into. Like, well, I thought we already covered organization. Yeah. So, like, I think we just covered like 
planning, organization, and commands versus functions in one go. So, well, I guess we could still extend. And we also, we also tackled writing readable function files. Yeah, that was fast. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, okay. I guess I want. No, on that note, on that note, real. Uh, you want to go first, or should I? You go. All right. Writing readable function files, and this is a common tip for programming as well. Uh, having spaces between significant portions of your code is something that you can benefit from. Like add an extra line and then add another line after that that has a comment and then write your code. Makes it easier makes, on your eyes. Yeah, yeah, it makes it easier on your eyes and it makes it easier to find out what's where. And in some, I find for a lot of, uh, well, specifically function files, not so much programming uh, files, um, if you title chapters i want to say chapters of code that makes it easier to do a control f and find it when you want to go to that section later especially for files that have thousands of lines of commands that's a good tip if you it's like the um the uh the uh control f mechanics they had on game facts if you've ever if you if you know about that um this old game facts website uh People used to write a lot of FAQ posts, and they had specific, like, Control-F keywords. Like, you could type in, yeah, like, destinations. You could, like, Control-F and type in SBT1 or something like that, and it would bring you to the exact spot that you wanted to know. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so bring, the... bringing it back, actually, uh, bringing it back to a previous subject, that actually makes functions a bit better than command since if you were to just put a sign on a command block then you would just have to run around the place looking for it you can't really yeah. do easy finding or searching yep yeah unless you hook up like an elaborate yep. pp system yeah I, mm. Mm, maybe <laughs> that would be maybe. annoying but it would be fun <laughs> yeah um if you do want to go to so that's a good segue into what i was gonna say earlier is when you start out a, a, a map that you want to have really massive mechanics or really massive core mechanics, whatever the mechanic or logistics are, I would say before you even place down one command block or write one command, you're going to want to write down somewhere in your notes or however you want to document it, how the structure is. Especially when you're working with multiple people, you want to agree upon a structure of writing commands that's going to be universal. For instance, like what, what does that mean? Well... Uh, some people like writing their scoreboard names and tag names a certain way. And to other people, that could be very confusing, especially when you abbreviate stuff. So before you even write one command, uh, have your team agree on something where it's going to be readable to all people and understandable. If that's having a spreadsheet reference, that's having a spreadsheet reference. If that's typing out the long, ambiguous name of what that is, that's typing out the long, ambiguous name with underscores. Hey, how's it going, guys? Logbotzip here, and welcome back to Only One Command. <laughs> oh, that days of one command. <laughs> uh, those were that amazing like, things. Why do I feel like that was a common trope in one command? Just like weird notation. <laughs> oh, yeah. The uh, obfuscation of a uh, scoreboard object. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially with uh, Mr. Goretto's generator. Yeah, because yeah, it, it because maybe. because it made it like a lot more compact, and you could fit more commands in one space. Well, it's not just that; it's that well, so yeah, people but you, wouldn't go snooping around. Yeah, and you could also like fit fit it all into one command. It would take a lot less space to 
say, like, crushed pixel used the cp underscore prefix so you could have cp underscore one, cp underscore two, and that would reduce the size of your scoreboard objective names a lot. So you could store more commands into a single summon command. I, I usually like to think of tags like booleans, so I would name them like booleans, is this active or is this currently happening type ordeal. It works really well yeah. for trying to understand stuff. That's a, that's a good idea, that yeah. Before we started working on minor league. Well, <gasps> I, I did tell you. I did tell you, they're kind of like booleans. Uh, booleen. I want poutine. <laughs> Putin on the Ritz. <laughs> Trump gave for Putin confirmed. Okay, should we edit that out? Is that appropriate for a Minecraft podcast? Jack, we must leave it out. 90% of this is going to be edited out anyways, so it's not Actually, a problem. I think like two, bi two parts have been so far. 90 parts? What are you talking about, Jack? You gotta really... Or else this is gonna be like 20 days long if you don't edit it cons like conservatively. I've only been recording for like 18 minutes. Oh, it's I've been be recording for about 20. Huh. Yeah, I just hit 20 minutes right now. Huh. Nice. <gasps> Alright, that being said, we have hit a... Uh... I Do we really need to talk about like... the? The act of transferring command blocks to functions. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea to talk about. Yeah, I can talk like, about that. I can talk about that too. Like overall, you want your function file names to be readable and related to what the function does. Very much so. Like think of it like a class file. You want the class file to relate to. Yeah, you want the cl you want the class file to relate to what the class says in the file. Oh yeah, and yes. also another piece of advice: you can have like subfolders for all the function files. So instead of like a, instead of a functions your name function function file, you could put like functions your name subfolder then function file. If that makes any sense. Alternatively, you, you could folders. you could like you could like do a sort of namespace mechanic. I mean, like, a different kind of namespace mechanic where everything is in one folder, but you have everything with prefixes, like, lined up with extra dots, like... Yeah, that's very Like funny. a function, like a function named package.push.mc function. Yeah, that's very common. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as trans actual transferring command blocks functions, um... I think the easiest way to do that is just by hand, because right now there's no... I, I don't know of any yeah, good an MC, resource that does that. I don't believe an MC edit filter would do that job very it, well, because then you'd have to go through finding what each... what each... like what all commands were put into each file and what each of those files do I, separately, well, and it would be really complex well, to I guess, find something I, that I did that job about, well. I was thinking about writing of, of Python... A script for mcedit that does that where selection like you select a region of command blocks and then you select a file or it will create the file and put the files uh, wait, commands wait, in wait, there. wait wait i think yeah i think uh what's his name the the destruction i thought his name is spelled with like a seven then that stuff he he actually made a filter just like that where you like select the first command block in a chain and activates the and it converts all the entire chain to a function that would be... that's a... 
That's pretty neat. Yeet. That's pretty neat. Okay, so um, but as far as transferring commands by hand, it's it's gonna be tedious if you do if you can't find an automated method to do that. I I would say just like open up Minecraft on one side of your window and then have your file structure on the other with Notepad and Notepad plus yeah. plus in the corner. It's not gonna be pretty, but it'll mm -hmm. work eventually. And you better pray you don't have that many in just one chain. Well, that's you, after so many command blocks in a map, you just have to resort to mm -hmm. uh, some sort of filter. Automation oh yeah, another filter. quick word of advice. Yeah, be sure to hold a sword in your hand while right-clicking stuff in case you accidentally left-click. That's a very yeah, old that's, trick. That's First, a good. That's a good thing. I can't tell you how like many things I've really Because in creative well. mode, you cannot destroy anything if you are holding a sword. Can't tell yeah. you how many stuff very things nice. I've ruined because of that. Oh yeah, the cat just jump backups. scared me. Make, making backups is very important, as Jack mm -hmm. has learned from uh, not corruption, but that one time, I think we lost a region chunk file or something like that. Yeah, that was not fun. Yeah, and uh, now we make a. I once actually. Actually, you go. Oh, I, I once, I once ran a fill command that deleted my entire system. It was How awful. How does that even work? How does that even uh, work? Because I got the, I got the, I got the like the coordinates wrong. I've done, I've done the kind of thing before. So make sure you're like really careful with. That's why. Commands. That's why you type in set block at the block you want. Tab, 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 and it gives you the command coordinates, and they're not, they're never wrong. This was back in one point eight or one point nine. They still had the tab. Thing you could do set block tab 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 and the yeah I the think set block was like 1. I didn't 7. know that I didn't know they had that before it was I think it was one point eight where they added that feature mm -hmm. I didn't know that yeah that would have been helpful to know any command that has coordinates where in a position you just tab 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 and it'll give you the block you're looking at well. And I, now it's 1.13. Now that it's 1.113, it shows you that, yeah, so that's that, cool. I think if you press F3 and C, then it copies the your current location into the clipboard. Wow, that's even yeah. more helpful. That's cool. If also, only 1.13 the... didn't run like garbage. Well, they <laughs> fixed that in the 13.1. They kind of yeah. made an attempt to make it a bit better. I, I mean, they, they had to rewrite their block engine to do that water, fancy water stuff anyway, so it's going to have some... And that, lag. so, then also, so they could have unlimited block IDs? Yeah, they had to fix that. Because I believe before it was something like they had um, a, an array that was fixed in size for all their blocks, and obviously they probably broke past that a long mm -hmm. time ago. I think... Um, I think I'll just add this as a bonus here, but when you go to package your world for, like, when you go to put it on a website for people to download, you can very easily minimize the world size by deleting all the folders except data, region, and level and one And in 1.13, data packs as well. Uh, data packs are in the data folder. I uh, know, right? they're or a separate folder. folder. Okay, so in that instance, you could actually delete everything except data packs, region, and level.dat. And the icon, if you want the icon, everything else it can be can go. The, those are the region file has obviously the chunks. The level up that has the information about the world, and then data pack for your logistics. 
everything else you can remove and it will sit oh it significantly minimizes the space that the world takes up especially if it's a really massive map all right good 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 no so uh yeah we've been recording for a while i guess uh we should wrap this up i said i guess i should ask you you a few yeah. questions about like the, all this so uh i guess i'll go uh you first Ian, since you're the you're the guest so uh I am the guest with the best of the like rhymes with that. Do the best you got to pass the test. I need I need a rest. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you like to ask? Alright, so what what do you like uh, most about these uh, like this whole function system? And uh, is there anything uh, you would like to change about it? Uh, let's see, the function system, I think the thing I like most about it is that you can, it's really, it really compacts what you have to do in commands. And like, you don't, yeah, it's, plus it's, it really compacts what you have to, what, how many command blocks you have to put in your world, and it really, like, it makes things efficient, definitely. And if there were anything I wanted to change about the function system, I would have... The biggest problem I have with functions right now is that when you run a command in your world, it has it will have an error, and Minecraft will tell you the error. But if you try to reload a function into a world, and it has an error in it, and you try to run it, it won't run. It won't even yeah, be and the there. Whole function it won't running, even tell you there was an error. Yeah, and the whole function just doesn't work. It doesn't even tell you there's an error in game, hmm. unless there's like a log. I don't think that would. I don't. I don't. I haven't checked the logs, but they should definitely tell you if a function errored. Or just displayed in the in chat. game. Yeah, that's what oh. I meant. They should tell you in chat that a function. Had just an put error. it in a made in a, and a big title you, in front of the screen. They should tell you where it is. A big title in front of the screen covering <laughs> everything. Huge title. Actually, Minecraft function broke. <laughs> Send help to support team. Actually, the title. Four, five, I think the title would be five, even four, better. It'd be even better if the title just said "function broke." Please help. <laughs> it doesn't tell you which one. Please help. Hey, function broke. Please help. Please help. Um, if I was going to answer that question, oh, I would say imagine, the function... Imagine if it added an uwu. <laughs> oh, Please no. help uwu. Yeah, I was going to ask you that whole question, too. <laughs> okay, so if I was going to answer that question, as far as like functions in general, I really like them for... Because I, I like... Because I come from a programming, programming background for like computers themselves, and having a, that file structure backbone... That's already been proven to work great. That's just wonderful in the whole efficiency aspect because it runs in its own thread and it, the game can b more manage the uh, resources allocated to running functions, especially functions that have lots of recursive loops and stuff like that in them. However, if I was going to change anything about that, again, coming from a computer science type background, I like that kind of stuff. If I was a, it would come with a redesign of the entire world format, but I guess the idea would be to, instead of having folders for the region and stuff like that you could just have one file that contains all the world uh information and then for customization you just have this custom folder that you could then either overwrite minecraft's namespace or make your own namespace and fill it with 
stuff that overwrites existing game mechanics, which would be a lot more straightforward than having your own custom zip folder and then have the assets in a separate folder, not how it is right now. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Any other questions? Yeah, I had one in mind. I forgot it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I it was. I feel you there. Uh, Jacob, since you're on this sub, since you, we're on this subject, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Mojang would have to create in order to make something that surpasses the versatility of function? I would say, from again, from a programming background, um, the simplest idea I could think of is just having these binary blob files that you could then have a utility either in game or out of game that, that it generates these custom logistics that can either overwrite or uh, extend the game and something like uh, Visual Studio, like an IDE within the game that you could then go ahead and extend the game like that uh, when Twitter photo of the, the thing I came up with a while ago, mm -hmm. the in-game UI mod, something like that where you could have a proper coding language that you could program and extend an API that's already provided. For instance, uh, you could have like a uh, Minecraft API that's exposed to the IDE. You could go in and type in, type, write your program, taking from either the game's stuff that's already provided or make your own uh, libraries and stuff that you could then implement and extend the game with. And that would be so much more comfortable for people who program. As far as people who are new to the game, this would allow them to have proper documentation and you could easily, easily implement a blockly abstraction layer on top of this programming. That would then make it even easier for new programmers to come in and learn Blockly and then learn programming, which has its own benefits, since Minecraft has been looked at many times for teaching people how to program. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, this whole time we've completely forgot about, like, the whole education aspect of it. <clears throat> yeah, function, function files, I, I don't think they're very user-friendly for new people. They're more geared for the people who know what they're doing. Again, that's why I stressed earlier... Uh, for newcomers, learn the basics, learn command blocks, physical command blocks, how you place them, how you organize them, how you run them. Once you have that, moving to functions will be much easier, but trying to dive into functions first and learn command blocks later is not a good idea. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, get used to using Notepad++, it'll save your life a lot. I can say that for certain. Okay. What about you, you Hayden? You can have, like, so many tabs open on the thing. So, yeah, what about you, Hayden? What do you, what do you think Mo Mojang would have to add in order to surpass this stuff? Hmm. Let's see. I would probably think that they would have to have, like, some sort of built-in modding API... Like Minecraft Forge, but already implemented into the game by default, and Arm they would have to have something exactly like that. I mean, yeah, but it's not in a native Mojang wrapper. I mean, like, I mean, like, it's not a Moj. It's not that something Mojang has implemented into the game. Is what I'm I don't saying. think they'll ever expose an API for us. That'd be so nice when they do, but I don't think that's it like really, right now. It would be really cool. Like, uh, like functions to... are already good, in my opinion. Weren't they planning to make, I like, don't a think they plug were. API at some point? 
Oh yeah, the plugin API is for Bedrock Edition. Oh no. Yeah, Bedrock Edition only. So they, yeah. It's... Okay, so basically what I want is, would be like plugins, but for for a Java Edition or like you know what I mean. I think the whole rewriting like, the game in C plus plus just came at a wrong the wrong time. I, yeah. I would love if they took everything Java and just did a letter by letter rewrite in C plus plus, not adding or removing anything. Especially that store garbage that Microsoft actually. For. Uh, if you, I feel like it's the only way for mapmakers to like earn stuff from the marketplace. Because the marketplace I, no, is a good well, idea. The problem with that, the problem with that is, is look at any uh, phone app store. In the beginning, like when the app iPhone came out in two thousand seven, right? The the uh, app store was basically just apps that community people made, and that was the whole purpose. They made the apps for people to use, and that was it. And then they started monetizing the platform. As soon as they started monetizing the platform, guess what started happening? And people started making garbage apps for no other reason than to make revenue and i have a feeling that's the same that's going to happen if they push this monetized marketplace environment people are going to start making maps for the only sole purpose of to get themselves money and not for the enjoyment of the end user it could be like the minecraft maps service where you have to send a map to the admins and they have to approve it before it gets put on the marketplace even then look what's happening to steam greenlight the Greenlight service, even though it's supposed to be real people, with the influx of game creators there, they're just letting through the most Wait, garbage no. I think they tra- flips. Didn't, yeah. they cra- didn't they trash Greenlight? Yeah, I think they removed Greenlight. Well, it's not even... Whatever program yeah, they have like, implemented I right now, it's still like not I think it's called Direct. Long story short, you fork over well, at least 100 bucks to get your game on stream on Steam. They could, They could have, like... They could do like what itch.io does, where you have like a pay what you want option. Yeah, but that's still, everyone's going to take it for as free, as, though. Especially the, especially the whole. And you could have like an you could have like an on you could have like an on-site review service, so that if a map gets actually bad reviews, you could do something oh, yeah, about I think that. A, choose yeah, what to do. With I that. think a Bob actually suggested that because uh, his map, like the day one of his maps came out it was either five stars or one stars and nobody knew why weird mm-hmm. i have a feeling though with that minimum paywall type ordeal that new map makers won't be able to do something like that if they did go ahead and implement something like that because unlike steam the steam platform the people who make those games by inheritance just have some money to some degree to be able to pay for them to have their game on the store whereas map makers the actual platform to build the maps is free, so introducing a paywall to get it in front of people, I don't think yeah. would be fair. Right, even right yeah, now, right. the process is a the process is really complicated if you're not part of like Everbloom or Pathway or anything like that. Okay, I think everyone cut out for me. <laughs> no, it happened for me too. I think we're all just being oh. quiet. Uh. I think I think that Minecraft should be a free and open platform for the most part, but uh, my makers should be able to make something off of hard work and effort, which is why you should have like some sort of A&R or quality insurance team for the marketplace. 
it's easy to say that you're gonna have a quality assurance team but for the amount of the player base size it's just the sheer size of the people who submit maps most there, of them being this spam is, it, it let me tell wait, you actually no submit monster cat the the record label monster cat has a two-person if i'm correct and our team and they get probably so many music submissions each day and they have and they go through and they listen to each one one after the next well that's it's a very specific thing they could probably do that with two people because it's music you just listen to one after another after another and 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 this and then you can decide but whether to allow it or not whereas it, a Minecraft but the A&R team an A&R team would need to be a bit larger for that, however. But for, for it Minecraft, could still be every doable. Single, every single map is a different thing. Like, it could take many hours to complete a map, whereas music, it's either three, four, maybe seven minutes long. This could be hours upon hours of playing to make sure it's quality. Well, then you would just need uh, an A&R team with a size big enough to compensate for that. That would not be an excessive increase in ANR size. Hopefully, the ANR team is good because I've heard so many terrible stories about working in QA on Twitter. Yep, mm. I can only imagine the whole. Well, that's that's just really we got on a side tangent about marketplaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so long story short, the freer the market, the freer people. That's it. That's how we fix the marketplace. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Just, we all... <laughs> we all get... What if you send... Hey, I have an idea. What if you send something onto the marketplace, and then they get a specific... They get, like, a specific amount of actual people that they trust to test each map? Or, or like, what? Look... I community That's basically approval. just the exact thing. Yeah, community approval. Like community the community says I would pay X amount for this game if I had it. Mhm. Yeah, that actually could work. there's a chance um, maybe like kinda... the the studios do that in house. You never know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They could just have like I guess they could set up like because I can see with the whole monetization of Minecraft maps, people funding entire companies around the idea of making maps. So in itself, that could add to some really interesting monopolies and problems. But putting those aside, they could have just uh, teams of people to make sure that their maps aren't you know, quality maps and just have tr people that are trusted on the marketplace. That's why you don't have, that's why you don't have private ownership of, mine, of, Minecraft, of Minecraft IPs. Just... Make the market as free as possible. Just make, just give the means of production to everyone you can. <laughs> Bruh. We shall create the best marketplace you've ever seen. Jeez. Alrighty then. then. I think it's yeah, time it's, to wrap up the, ma the podcast. Yeah, Holy that's, crap. That's, that's Long a good story idea. short. We've been recording for like 43 minutes, yeah. somewhere around there. Long story short, use functions if you want. Use command blocks if you want. Learn command blocks first. Learn command blocks first, and then move to function files before you yeah. release it to the public.
-hmm. and then organize yeah. the heck out. Organize the heck out of your out of your out of your things. Make sure to use make sure to use extra new lines and mm -hmm. comments. comments. Plenty and plenty of optimize comments. the world and uh, overthrow the marketplace. Start a communist regime. Yep, at this point, make your, it's coming to. Make your own Minecraft Maps website. Make it a whole new marketplace that's for the people, by the people, and of the people, just hey, like the United that's States. Hey, that's my idea. That's MapZip right there. Custom installer <laughs> right to the... And, like, have an online marketplace, yeah. <laughs> Alright. That's right. about it for this episode. Y'all have a nice day. Hope you, hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about all sorts of weird stuff. Stay tuned for next episode. Or, I don't know when we're going to record that. Maybe right after this. Probably so, yeah. next. Probably right after this. Yeah, probably. This. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Mayhaps. Mayhaps. So. Mayhaps to do. <laughs> All right. Until then, see ya. Later. Bye.